everyone, just a quick reminder that this podcast is in no way affiliated with Disney Channel. All views stated in this podcast episode or any of the podcast episodes are mine. Enjoy the show. January. 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 January on Disney Channel is all new. All new. So what are you saying? All new. It's unbelievable, right? Yes. Now who's with us? <laughs> Bam. I'm going to be on TV. Well, color me impressed. Huh? DJ, hit it. I'm back. Hey everyone, so I don't know if you guys noticed, but this is the 20th episode of my That's Matthew podcast. I'm so appreciative of everyone listening over this almost past year. So make sure to stay connected with us on Instagram at That's Matthew or send us an email at That's Matthew podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Once again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of That's Matthew Gravity Falls with Ethan. Hey everyone, it's Matthew from That's Matthew, and you're watching Disney Channel. Yes! Hello and welcome to That's So Matthew. Today I'm here with... Ethan. Uh, hi guys. And we're going to be talking about... Gravity Falls. Yes, Gravity Falls. One of the most... I think one of my favorite Disney Channel animated shows ever. I don't know about you, Ethan. Dude, this is this is one of the best shows. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think it's probably my favorite of like the animated ones, I, but not like like I, well, not live action though, because it's not live action, so you can't count it. <laughs> yeah, I think out of all of their animated shows, it's probably the best. Yeah. So I'm glad we agree. That's a good place to start. So um, I guess that is the introduction for today. Um, this is the last episode of my January um, segment, like welcoming back the podcast. So thank you, Ethan, for joining me for this. And I guess we can get right into it, I guess. All right. All right. So I have a little bit of an overview here. Um, so, the first episode of Gravity Falls aired on June 15th, 2012 on Disney Channel. And the first season was broadcast on Disney Channel, while season two was broadcast on Disney XD. So, they had a network change after the first season. Um, anything to add from that point? Um, not really. Okay. And now we have our next point, which is... Um, a little bit of a summary, so I'm going to read this. I got this from Wikipedia, um, so if you have anything to add when I'm done, you're more than welcome to. Okay, so for summer vacation, um, 12-year-old Dipper Pines and his twin sister Mabel are dropped off from their home in Piedmont, California, I think I said that right, to the fictitious town of Gravity Falls, Roadkill County, Oregon, to spend the summer with their great-uncle Stan Pines, often shortened to Grunkle Stan in parentheses who runs a tourist trap called the Mystery Shack. Things are not what they seem in the small town, and with the help of a mysterious journal that Dipper finds in the forest, they begin unraveling local mysteries. That was pretty good. Yeah, I didn't write that, it, though. That sounds about accurate. Anything to add to that? Uh, no. No? Okay. So, and then there is 40 episodes total. 
not including the shorts or specials, um, 20 episodes in each season. Pretty self-explanatory. From there, anything from you? Um, no. No? Okay, so now we're going to talk about the characters. So we, I have, like, a list of the main characters, and if we want to talk about any of, like, the background characters, we can do that, too. So the first character is Dipper Pines. He's, like, the main character. He's very, like, into mysteries and solving the mysteries of Gravity Falls, if you will. And he finds this journal that has the, a little hand on it, and it is pretty self-explanatory. I want to, like, go into too many spoilers in the first half, but, like, after we start talking about the episodes, we'll be saying, like... Spoilers ahead. I mean, but this whole thing is kind of spoilers. If you haven't seen the show, which I'm surprised you haven't, you should check it out. It's on Disney Plus. Anything to talk about, Dipper? Um, uh, Dipper is one of my favorite characters. Yeah, me too. I like. Uh, I just, I just like his uh his attitude and approach to things. Mm-hmm. Me too. I like his like quirkiness, almost kind of. Yeah. Like his adventurous sense. Okay, um, so then we have Mabel Pines, which is um, Dipper's twin sister. Um, I feel like, in my opinion, she can get kind of annoying at times. I mean, her voice, to me, kind of yeah. irritates me. Um, sometimes she can, but the, the funny thing about her is every episode, uh, she's wearing a different sweatshirt. I know, I, I was just about to get into that, because, like, and they're, like, not just, like, regular sweaters. Like, some of them are, like, really intricate, like sweaters i mean like i have a few that come to mind there's like a throwing up unicorn or something if like i'm thinking yeah. correctly um i mean i don't really have a favorite but like her classic is like this pink sweater with like a shooting star on it that's pretty yeah. cool looking i'm i have some i'm trying to pull up some pictures of like some of like the cool ones or like she has a lot of rainbows and pigs those are probably some of my favorites. Do you have, like, a favorite that comes to mind? Ooh. I don't have a favorite, but I think they're all pretty cool. I do. I have to agree. So, then oh, we actually. have... Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you can go. <laughs> um, she has a penguin sweater with a bow tie on it. Oh, I... Now that you mention that one, I can see that one. Like, it, I can picture it in my head. Yeah. Oh, that I think that's probably one of my favorite ones too. That one's pretty cool. There's so many options. Oh, I found a really good one of all the different ones. Um oh I also like there's like a one with like a like an owl on it and a black cat. Those yeah. ones are pretty cool. So the next character we have is Grunkle Stan. What a guy. That's all I have to say, like right there off the bat. What a guy. He's, he's a very interesting character. He's very kind of like a crabby old man almost. But he also is like trying to like help the kids throughout the summer. And he has like his own arcs. He has the mystery shack. He's kind of like a disorganized person too, I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, he really loves money. Oh yeah. You have, if you, Grunkle Stan and money. I mean, I'm pretty sure there was, like, an episode where he literally explained the point of the Mystery Shack was to make money. Yeah. He's very obsessed with money. I don't know. To me, he's he's probably my favorite character. I 
I just like his attitude and like the yeah. things he does. Uh, yeah, I think I also, that would be probably be one of my favorite characters as well. So now we have Zeus. Zeus is kind of like a pretty boring like, character, I'm not, in my opinion. He's like a man-child almost. Yeah, he says dude a lot. It's like his signature line is like, dude. Just like, I don't know, I feel like he's kind of just like there. He's like funny. He's just like, I don't know, I don't have much to say about him. I can't really say much. Uh, he's, like, he's like there. He's like... Kind of comedic mm-hmm. character. Like comedic relief almost. Yeah. For like the show. Because like, the show gets actually, it's kind of dark at some points and has like those darker moments where I'm like, I'm surprised it's a kid's show. But maybe that is why it went from Disney Channel to Disney XD. Yeah. All right. That was pretty self-explanatory for Zeus. And then the last one who is considered a main character is Wendy. um, And she is like Dipper's crush. He's a part-time employee at the Mystery Shack. Um, and pretty much through the entire show, he's trying to win her over from... Uh, I can't remember his name. Robbie. Robbie. Thank you. So that um, is, like, pretty much in every episode, he's, like, wants to, um, like, get her, but he never can because of Robbie. I don't know yeah, what, anything um, about you. I... I, I I like Wendy. She has this, like, a tomboy personality. Yeah, she's, like, super she's into, a, like, a lot of, like, building and stuff. Yeah, but she's really not in too, too many episodes. Yeah, I don't really know why they would consider her a main character, but I guess. Yeah. Anything else right. about any of the main characters you want to talk about? Um, no, but... I do have a question. Would you consider Waddles a main character? Um, yes, actually, probably. He's in a lot of episodes. But, I mean, he doesn't really yeah. talk, I guess. So maybe they... Uh, he's, he's always there. Yeah, I, I guess, yes, I would consider um, Waddles to be main character. Now, the real question is, this can be our question of the podcast I'm trying to start. Let us know on my Instagram at that so Matthew podcast. Or it's that so, Matthew. Do you consider consider Waddles to be a main character? That's a pretty good question. I'll take it. That's our question of the podcast. I want to hear what people say. I will share your response on my story. So now we have some other like um recurring characters. Let's see. Like um we have the author who is Grunkle uh Grunkle Ford. And then also, like, Ford and Stanford Pines, who is, like, the lost brother, I guess. And he's, like, very, in my opinion, like, towards the end, I thought they were, like, trying to, like, rush a storyline. And in my opinion, not it all didn't really make sense. I don't know about you, but, like, I was kind of, like, lost in that storyline. I don't know. Like, with, like, the author and stuff. I don't know. You... If you disagree, that's okay. I think it's cool that they brought in the author. And he does have to do with the story, the end story. Yeah, I agree. But um, I almost feel like he was introduced too late into the series. Mm-hmm. Because it says here um, in the 11th episode of season two. So that's only with about 10 episodes left of like the series. 
So maybe like, yeah. maybe that wasn't like a, I don't know. I feel like maybe it could have been introduced like better. Maybe like if like along the way in season one, like they dropped little like hints, maybe would maybe would be better. Okay. Um. Oh, so they have Waddles under reoccurring on this. So, but also I think he's a main. So I think we have established that he is a main character and deserves to be a main character. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um. Then we have Grenda, who is like Mabel's best friend. Now, there's not much to talk about. She's kind of annoying. My opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um. Both Candy and Grenda. Um. Uh, I think they're there just to kind of compliment Mabel. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There's really not much more to say about them. Yeah, I mean, she their, always has a moment. lizard. Our grand always has a lizard with her most of the time. Yeah. And she always is, like, wearing the same outfit. That's this cool. It's like a pink shirt. I mean, it's pretty yeah. cool. Haha, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> that was really bad. Uh, yeah, I don't have really much to say about her. She's kind of like just there, but she's there a lot. And she, I think she isn't this. She's the one with the man voice, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's funny. Um, then we have um, old man McGucket, I think is how I remember to say it. Right. Yeah. And he is the inventor um, and he is, like, a hillbilly kind of person, not, like, I mean, I can picture him in, like, my head, I just don't remember, like, anything that really sticks out to me, he's, like, there a lot, though, throughout the series, in, like, little different um, places. It, yeah, so, earlier, well, later in the show, um, it's discovered that he works with the author of the journals to, to make something really big, I don't want to spoil it, but... Oh, okay. Um, I guess we can put now. But from this point on, there is spoilers because I want to hear what Ethan has to say. So right. there is going to be spoilers. So him and Ford make uh, this creation to. So at the time, um, Ford was working with Bill Cipher to to make a, an invention that would change the world, and so he enlisted uh, McGucket and. Eventually, they created this portal to Bill's dimension. And when they were testing it, McGucket got sucked into the portal. And after that, he kind of freaked out. And he was like, you got to shut this down. And Ford was like, what's on the other side? And after after that, McGucket essentially creates this mind-erasing device in which that he tries to forget what he saw in the portal. And after using it so many times, he kind of goes crazy, and he forgets his path. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I remember that, because I remember... I rem- I started, like, recalling this, because it's been a while since I've seen the show when you mentioned the part where he starts to forget things because he used it too much. I remember that. Yeah. That was a very interesting explanation. Thank you for that, Ethan. For anyone who's like a little concerned, but there was spoilers in there, so hopefully you listen to the warning. Um, who else? Um, we have um Gideon, um, little Gideon, I guess you could call him. Um, he's been there from like the beginning too. They have a lot of recurring characters on the show. Um, I mean, I liked him, I guess, kind of. He's like the villain almost of the story. Yeah, he was almost like the villain. Like it. Well, he was like a 
Well, yeah, I guess you could call him the villain for most of the show. Mm-hmm. He's got very big hair. He's wearing a little blue suit coat. He kind of looks like a yeah. pig to me. I don't know if, like, you kind of agree with his nose. He I looks mean, like I, a pig. I, I could definitely see that, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I'm not alone, so that's good. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much to talk about him. I remember one episode in particular is the one, I'm not sure which specific episode it is, where they're at, like, a fair where she wins waddles, and he uses, like, some time belt or something, like, over and over again. Actually, um, talking about that episode, so Gideon wasn't in that episode, but, um, that episode was just about Mabel and Dipper just going back and forth throughout time, trying to win waddles and not hit Wendy in the face with the ball. Oh, are you sure he's not in there? I think he might be in there. I'm, I'm sure he's not in there. Unless in one of the time travel scenes, he might be. Um, let me look it up. Time travel. Because I, I can let... Oh, I'm thinking of the guy with... That also Bobby. looks like a pig. Blendin something. Oh, oh Blendin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, they do look kind of similar. Um, yeah, uh, in a way. Ugh, I'm so uh, sorry for anyone who's, I was confusing them, because I was confusing myself, to be honest with you. I mean, it, it's been a while since I've seen the show, so I'm surprised I remember yeah. what I do. But, um, I guess we can move on to the next one that, let's see, who I else... Um, the Northwest, which is, like, kind of, like, a family, who you have Pacifica, Preston, Priscilla, those are, like, the three. And Pacifica has always, like, been there to just, like, ruin everyone from, like, like, the day, day one. Yeah, she's, like, the town diva, like, rich girl, and, um, throughout the show, I mean, in the second season, I, I think, I'm thinking, uh, she has kind of, like, a redemption arc. Yeah. Like, one episode. Uh, I mean, she's, um, like, just, like, your rich person. Yeah. You're snotty rich, girl. And I can remember something, like, an episode in my head of, like, some, maybe, like, downvote day. Um. With, like, a statue or something, maybe. Are you talking about the Pioneer the yes. Pioneer Fest episode? That is, I have it written down in my notes. That is episode 108, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it is called Irrational Treasure. And that's my favorite episode in the entire series. <laughs> yeah, with uh, the eight and a half, half president. Yes, that is the one. One of my favorite. That's, I, that is my favorite episode of the whole show. Which yeah. we'll get into episodes in a little bit after we kind of like talk. I'm trying to like see if there's anyone else that's really that we should really talk about. Is there any other, like, background characters you want to talk about? Should we touch on Bill Cipher or talk about him later? Oh, I think we should touch on Bill Cipher. Oh, I, I kind of skipped over him because the, there was a lot of text. Bill Cipher. So, yeah. um, he is a... Like, I, how do I say it? He's, like, kind of like a god, a god almost. Like, he controls the citizens of Gravity Falls through, like, a... Somehow, like, a mind something, like, maybe? I don't know how to, like, the best wording for that. Yeah. It's, in the show, it's called The Mindscape. He projects his 
themselves into their dreams. And, um, and originally, he had made a deal with Ford, and that's how they started to build the portal. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of like the underlying villain for the whole series. Mm-hmm. He's introduced early in the first season. And, yeah. He's like a, a like an Illuminati kind of like looking thing with like a hat. I love the sure. little hat. <laughs> the top hat. The t- the, it is key. The top hat is key. Um, let me. I think that should be about it for like character wise. I mean, they have yeah, they've fine. they've introduced so many characters over like the forty episodes because the whole show like has like the main characters and then they like go find their way into these new character or like these other characters. I guess. Yeah. Oh, the one other one we might want to talk about is Robbie, which we've kind of already touched on with Wendy, who is like emo, and yeah. he is somehow has um, Wendy's heart, um, and it's yeah. kind of like a like a rivalry throughout the entire show with Dipper. That's about yeah. it. Um. Yeah, I think that's it for characters. Now let's move into our next little category here which um is like talking about season one and it's all of its glory so let me just pull up those episodes as we i did previously mention my all-time favorite episode is in season one which is episode eight and that is um irrational treasure i don't know do you have like a personal favorite episode in season one um i don't know i i really like it all of the episodes, but yeah. Oh, um, I really the the inconveniencing where they're stuck in the convenience store and uh, they're haunted by the old people. Mm, I the, like that one. In the episode, Mabel eats this this. It's like a fun dip knockoff, mm-hmm. and it, she she just goes into this like trance and she sees a giant dog. It's it's funny. I mean, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of like interesting like storylines. Like, not all of them necessarily are, like make sense chronologically almost, but they're yeah. still great. I think there's like a lot of like funny ones. I'll, another one, um, I also previously mentioned is the time traveler's pig. I like that one. That yeah, is, that that one I, I also like. That is the ninth episode, and the one Ethan was just talking about is the fifth episode. So those are probably like those are the ones that really stick out to me in season one. I also do enjoy Summerween, which is the twelfth episode. With I can just picture um, Mabel and her friends, um, Grenda and the other one, Candy, in that episode for some reason. Another episode I, I really like in season one is Boss Mabel. It's episode thirteen. In where Grunkle Stan challenges her to make more money. Oh, well, he's on vacation. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, I'm trying to think of any other ones I really like. I mean, the finale is pretty good. At Gideon rises. That's like Gideon's like yeah. big moment there. In the finale, I remember when I first when I first watched the show. I I watched that episode like five times. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. And then we have a little bit of an overview for um, anyone interested in season one. There are 20 episodes, as previously mentioned. The first episode on June 15th, 2012, and the last one on August 2nd, 2013. It aired for a little over a year. The viewers stayed pretty consistent throughout the entire show. 
with a pretty decent, like, throughout them. I mean, the lowest is, like, looking at, I believe, um, 0.84 million, which is the lo- the last Mabel corn. No, that, that that's in uh, that's season two. Sorry. Um, the lowest one is actually like a million, which is really good, and that was like that's actually two million, and that is that's really good. That over two million. It's two point sixty. Two million point sixty. That's really good. And that was the episode 11, Little Dipper. That's really good. I mean, I talked about yeah. this on one of my other podcasts. I'm not specifically sure which one it was. But it, um, I talked about how, like, the Disney Channel back then had so many more views than it has now. Like, now they're lucky yeah. if they hit a million views, which is, like, not a lot compared to these olden days. And, like, the all-time, like, highest Disney Channel show was like Hannah Montana or something and it had like five million viewers. So yeah. compared to the one million, I wonder if it's like the demographic or maybe it's just like I also think it has to do with like the cable. Not everyone has cable anymore. Yeah. So to me at least the TV is dying. Like it's getting replaced by Netflix, Disney Plus and Hulu and all that. So like it, it might not be as present on cable, but I'm sure people still watched it at least in some other form. I mean, yeah, I I probably, yeah, that was pretty much season one, and the highest views, um, was in episode seven, which is Double Dipper, with 4.18 million. Wow. That is a lie. Actually, that is a lie. That is a lie. The highest viewed yeah. was episode 15, and that was The Deep End with um, four and a half million. That's still for the for, for like the premiere when it first aired. That is really good. That is amazing for Disney Channel. And this was that the episode was um, in 2013. So that was like pretty much like towards like I think that was like when the decline of Disney Channel first started, but. This show went on for three more years, which we'll talk about in season two, which I have mixed feelings about season two, um, like the way that they aired it wise, but we'll get into that. Yeah. So season two, um, a little overview aired from August 1st, 2014, um, which was over a year, um, a little, it was 364 days from the last episode. That is... That's like a long break. And the finale aired on February 15th, 2016, which is about four years ago, roughly when this episode will come out. Um, And the thing like that really bothered me about how they aired this is they started airing it um, almost too fast. Like they did one on August 1st, then one on August 4th, then one on to the 11th. Like they didn't really have a pattern. And eventually yeah. they kind of like took a break. Um, from November 2014 to February 2015. Mm-hmm. And then they just aired, like, one a month. Not even. Like, yeah, there was so barely anything for, like, with, uh, April, May, June. And then from July, they aired about one a month until February when the show came to an end. Yeah, with season two, um, the last few episodes, uh, they came out uh, way... Way far apart. Way um, too far apart. It's 
the Weird Mageddon uh, episodes, mm-hmm. which is basically the culmination of the series. Uh, they aired at least uh, a, a long, far apart. Yeah, um, I have it up right now. Let's just take a look. Um, just, like, because uh, I'm curious. Because I know I remember, like, waiting, like, so long between each episode. Um, so, yeah. the the Weird Mageddon, um, the first part, part one, aired on October 26, 2015. Then, part two did not air until a little bit under a month in November um, 2015. And then the finale, um, Weird Mageddon 3, Take Back the Falls, premiered on February 15, 2016. That is like yeah. not half a year. That's like that's like four months in between November, December. That's like four months, three yeah. or four months, which is like way too long. Especially because I mean, if it wasn't connected like the way it was, like the parts one, two, and three, I don't think it would have been that bad. Like if they were just like three yeah. separate episodes, but like the part that it was like one giant like storyline, I think they could have done that better. Yeah. Um. I mean. It probably had something to do with animation and all that. Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I I, I can understand. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, yeah. I'm sure, um, maybe for some people it was irritating. I mean, yeah, it's up to the network. The show is meant for kids. Um, Yeah. It probably didn't do so well in comparison to other episodes, since kids probably, like, thought the show was over or something. Mm-hmm. Now, for viewers for this one, they had a pretty significant drop, and I do really think that that was attributed to the fact that it took them a whole year to between season one and two. Like, um, they went from 3.18 in the finale to 2.37, which is yeah. quite the cut. And then after the first episode it took a cut by over two, almost two million from 2.37 to 0.94 into the, into the bunker episode. Wow. That is like, so the highest episode that was viewed was actually the finale with 2.47 million in 2016. That has to be a Disney channel record for this. And then the lowest viewed episode is from the season I believe might be a top. Uh, no, it is not. I believe it is episode eight, which is Blendon's game, and that is with point seven eight million, which is still pretty high. I mean, I think the average yeah. Disney Channel show right now, I looked in my decade of Disney Channel, is like about point six point six zero million million. Um, I mean, it's not great, but I wonder if, like, because, I wonder if they can, like, continue to afford this, like, without the viewers, because the viewers is what makes the show continue. Yeah, well, knowing Disney, they own so many companies, Yeah, I'm sure they'll keep going. Um, so do you have, like, a favorite episode from season two? I think mine has to be Weird Mageddon Part 3, the finale. Um, as much as I like Weird Mageddon, one of my favorite episodes is the the Roadside Attraction, which is episode 16, in which they, they go around uh, um, Oregon and they they destroy other attractions. It's it's fun. it's a funny episode. I, I enjoy it. Oh, I also like the one 
Uh, I think it's called... I think it has two names. There's the Northwest, Northwest Mansion Mystery, and then it's also, depending, could be called Northwest Mansion Noir. I like that yeah. one. So there's two that different is, titles. That, is, that one is also pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's kind of Pacifica's Redemption episode. Yeah. I like that one. That one's pretty good. I mean, otherwise, yeah. I feel like it was okay. I don't think anything that really stuck out to me other than that. I mean, then you have the episode where they introduce Grunkle Stan's long-lost brother, the author. Yeah. I mean, I think that's about it oh. for the episodes, unless you have anything else. Um, I don't know. No, not really. Not really? Okay, so now the one very interesting thing about um, Gravity Falls is they actually have several different spin-off short series that aired throughout the entire series. So I guess we can kind of talk about them. I don't know if you've seen them before, some of them. Um, I don't think I've seen any of them, actually. But we, I mean, I still want to talk about that because I think it, the way that they handled it was kind of interesting. So um, each basically each main character has their own little spin-off short series which basically means it aired between, like, TV show episodes, like, um, between, like, the episodes. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like a, I forget what it's called, an interstitial kind of thing. I don't, that was, like, a commercial, like, between the two shows, if you I, yeah. if you know what I'm talking about, maybe. Yeah. Um, so the first one is called Dipper's Guide to the Unexplained, and there are six different short episodes that aired between October 14th, 2013, and October 18th, 2013. Um, so they put out one a day, it looks like. Um, and, I mean, they just kind of, like, investigate little things. Like it says here, they um, investigate um, the summer ween candy or Stan's tattoo or a guy who has faces left or, like, the, the gigantic tooth. I mean, I... Some of them ring bells, but, like, I don't think I specifically watched them, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, the spin-off, I, typically I don't watch spin-offs for any show. Yeah, I'm not, and some of them are good. Some, this, the this older one, ones, exactly. I think, were better. Like, the older Disney Channel ones, maybe. And, yeah. All right. Um. Then the next one is also Maple's Guide to Life. Um, it, um, has five episodes between February 3rd, 2014 and February 7th, 2014. Um, I mean, I don't think I've seen any of them. Like, some of the topics include the history of stickers, dating quiz, um, colors, um, and fashion. That's, like, none of that. I don't think I've seen any of them. Like, I do recall seeing some of the Dipper ones, but I don't think I've seen any of these ones. Yeah. I mean, so I then the next, I think I, yeah, no, you haven't seen them. The next one is fixing it with I don't Zeus. Any of the shows. Neither do I like, I don't, when I found these, I was like, oh, but the, the next one we're going to talk about is interesting. So fixing it with Zeus is, um, where basically he fix, um, fixes different things. The first one, he fixes a golf cart. The next one, he fixes a cuckoo clock. That's about it. For Zeus. I mean, it sums up Zeus. Only two episodes. There's not much to say, I guess. Um, 
Um, then the next one I find the most different and kind of odd. It's called Public Access TV, and it features M Mabel and Dipper watching TV. And they see different, like, commercials, I guess, throughout this thing. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's interesting, and I feel like they try to, like, milk the, like, the show for too long. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, trying to make yeah. more money off of it. But I feel like it just didn't work. Um, and then Maple's Scrapbook is the last one. And there's only two episodes. One called The Heist Movie and The Petting Zoo. That's about it. For the shorts. So I don't recall seeing many of them. I I I want they I wonder if they're on Disney Plus. I'll look it up while we talk. Anything else? Like I have one more thing that I'm very interested to talk about. It's a conspiracy theory, which is perfect for the show because it's literally all conspiracy theories. Oh, wow. I know. I I don't think I I have anything to add, so why don't you go and ask me? Okay, so it is a conspiracy theory that I found when I was doing some research for the show. And it actually happened pretty recently. Um, so back when the show first aired, Grunkle Stan wears this hat. It's called a fez. And it's like a red like circle thing with like a tassel on it almost kind of looking thing. And so Grunkle Stan's fez has like a moon shape on it for the first 13 episodes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So about, um, so after, um, halfway through season one, the Fet, the Fez no longer had a moon, but it changed to a fish. Yeah. Like halfway through. And so, um, that fish symbol is there from that episode 14 till the end of the series. And that is including all the shorts. But... Hmm. It's weird because um, um, when they aired the episodes on TV, they still had the old symbol. But on Disney Plus, yeah. Disney removed the symbol on Grunkle Stan's little fez, the the crescent yeah. moon shape, um, in the episodes, like in all the animation, but not in the episode thumbnails. Like when you go to click on an episode, the picture, it is yeah. not. It is still there. So many people are thinking that it's like a sign of like maybe it like became inappropriate or maybe it like they didn't really know what it meant, I guess, if you know what that yeah. means. So like do you have like any like maybe like any ideas of what that really could like mean? Um that's that's an interesting theory. I don't know if it has a I'm sure it's just uh Disney and their censorship policies. Oh, yeah, I probably. I don't think it really has anything to do with being like a, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I, found, I found that interesting because to, to me, the thing that really made it interesting, I thought, okay, maybe just the animators changed their mind. But when I read that they changed it specifically on Disney Plus, um, but they didn't like completely get rid of it. I wonder, like, if there's anything else. I just found that very interesting, and I don't know if you had noticed that in the past. Yeah, that's that's really strange. Yeah. Wow. I mean, maybe just Disney was not, I guess, 
I don't know. I mean, also, maybe. maybe it was, like, too dark for Disney. I don't know. I'm trying to find anything on what the crescent moon shape could mean. Maybe Alex Hirsch, the creator of the show, would have some insight. But we'll never find that out. Actually, I did find something. I don't know if this ah. is accurate. It's on Reddit, so I don't know. Um, but it, it says that there is an issue with the symbol in another country. It is offensive to the country and um it is like um it wouldn't it wouldn't be acceptable in that country so they changed it for the overseas audiences and oh which is actually there is a little bit of an explanation for the the symbol change the goat eating it um does maybe a goat eats the fez and he has to get a new one maybe I don't know. I just find that very weird. This is, I mean, this is also conspiracy, like a kind of a conspiracy theory. Um, but there was, it also mentions that there was a four month break between the episodes. Maybe if they were trying to figure that out. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm, maybe we're just looking too much into it. Yeah. Another thing to be noted about the, the change symbol is that if you, if you look in it, it kind of resembles, uh, Bill with the with kind of a triangle outline and you can see the little circle. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like a bill. Maybe. Let me, I'm trying to look up a picture. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I get you. I, I see it. Hmm. I don't know if that was just like a, a little nod or maybe just it had no meaning. I don't know. I just, that is very interesting. I do have to. That I I I did find that very interesting, and I'm glad that we kind of like shared some thoughts about that. And maybe if did you guys know that, let us know on the podcast Instagram. How we'd love to hear about that. Um, and that I that is it for my podcast. Did you have anything else you want to talk about the show or anything? Um, no, not at all. No, did we cover everything? Good. I I I think I covered everything. Okay, so um, this is the end of this podcast episode of That's So Matthew. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at That's So Matthew and send me a message, a DM, or anything. Or send us an e- send me an email at That's So Matthew Podcast at gmail.com. Um, Ethan, any closing thoughts? Um, no, not really. But I hope to you viewers or listeners have a great day. And- Maybe someday I'll return. Maybe. Maybe there's something else we can talk about. Well, thank you, Ethan, for joining me today. I hope I thank you so much. And that's it. Thank you, listeners, and have an amazing day. That's a wrap on this week's episode of That's So Matthew. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Make sure to tune in to some of my other episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts, or Anchor. Once again, thank you guys so, so much. Have an amazing day.